Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and this morning I've had some things on my mind, and and I don't mean to, like, dump anything negative here, so um, I'm warning you up front that what I'm about to say um, is not what I would partake as being negative. It's just a different perspective that sometimes we have to deal with in the writing world. And I'm going to talk with you about tips on how to combat that negativity um, when it might come your way. And I'm not talking about the reviews. I mean, we're going to get those. I've, I've read so much about how people go and just even spam. Like, they'll just write something. Somebody wrote the other day on Twitter. How could they say that they actually... Um, read my book when they read the sample, the free sample piece. He was like, why do people do this? Because they just do. I mean, I hate to say it, but um, people can be mean. But people can also have these very negative opinions when it comes to self-publishing. And I don't know, honestly, where all of that comes from. Because to me, as a self-published author, I love what I do. And I know many self-published authors who, you know, love their businesses, love having their own control, um, enjoy writing and putting out their content. And uh, from the cover to the the very last page of your author's note, um, and just being able to to put their work out there at the pace as well as they want to go. I know many authors who are extremely successful, best-selling authors who are out there working this business, going to Comic-Cons and going all over to events all over the United States and book cons and you know, they have side gigs and YouTube and cover design work and, and it's stuff that, that we love to do. Not only do I love to write and publish my own works through Monarch Educational Services, I love helping other self-published authors reach their goals. So I'm working with authors and coaching authors all the time. And no, I don't charge money for any of that. It's all free. It's just part of what I do to give back. And when you guys are on the podcast with me, there could be many of you that are traditionally published. You may be um, a hybrid 
author like I am, which means that you have a traditional publishing house plus you indie publish or self-publish, and then you can just be waiting, you know, oh, I want to query, oh, I want to hear about this world, or, or oh, I've got stories, but I don't quite know what's the next step. I understand there's so many of you that um, I understand that we're all from different types of author uh, backgrounds and goals. We have different goals. But can you guys just help me with something, please? Because it could start with us. You know, it could start with my tribe. It could start with all of us, every single one of us, being very uplifting and encouraging to other authors. Okay, so I want you to consider the next time someone says something to you about self-publishing. There are ways that you can respond that can make a powerful difference in that person's life. You can speak life over their work, or you can speak negativity into their work, into their soul. It's also about not only the words that we say, because one, words, I don't care what anybody says, words, they are a pow- the tongue is a powerful weapon. Um, words can hurt. But another thing is body language and facial expressions when people begin to talk about their work. And then if someone says, well, you know, who's your publisher? Like, no, I'm sorry. You know, I can't say Penguin Random House. That isn't my publisher. It's Monarch Educational Services. If I said Monarch Educational Services, People would be like, What's, who's that? I'd be like, oh, I self-publish. That's all I say to people. I don't try to pull out the name of my business. I say, oh, I publish my own books. I have my own publishing company. And when I say that, instead of someone saying, oh, wow, you're 44 years old. You have your own business. You're doing all of this work. You know, oh, I'm so proud. Or, oh, that's really cool. Or, you know, saying something positive, they'll go, Oh, well, I guess you can self-publish if you have followers. If you've got a follower, you can self-publish. You can self-publish and you have Jesus. And so these are the kind of things, you know, that I wish that we can combat when we are talking with other people. If it starts with us and we can frame how to have positive conversations about self-publishing, then it can help other people when they're having to talk to other people about it. You know that whole domino effect. Let us be the positive light. Let us be the representative for those who may not um, take negativity well. And let us speak just positive all over the place. And let us be, be happy for indie authors that take those chances and their risk. Because this job is so not easy. It is not something that you can go and and cash out at the end of the day and say, I'm done. Um, thank you, manager, for letting me, you know, work for this, this part-time work. You know, if you're special like me, I'm doing this part-time. You know, it's just crazy. And so instead of being positively received, oftentimes I am negatively received. And you guys might say, Jennifer, you? Yes. Um, I had someone question me. They turned my book over questioning. Well, then, well, if you're self-published, well, then who is that? 
and they pointed to my butterfly on the back of my books because I'm monarch. I'm monarch educational services, so I have my own business. Well, I guess apparently I made it look professional enough that they felt like, oh, you know, Jennifer's doing great things. She's got these, uh, yeah, Jennifer's doing great things for herself regardless of who's my publisher. I'm writing stories. I'm honoring pages. And that's the stuff that I think that maybe other people might battle. And I just wanted to share it. And I, and I don't want us to spiral. I don't want to get negative about it. Because I know that the people that I'm in contact with, many of them do have really good hearts. They just don't know how to discuss this kind of world. Well, we can. We can be the light. And we can be very, like, positive when we respond back. And so maybe I'm telling you all of these things because if you are a traditionally published author, congratulations. I'm really proud of you. I would love like to hear your story just like I would love to hear how self-published authors have made their businesses work. We all have a story regardless of, of where we're being published from. Our books end up in the same place into the hand of a, of a reader. So we're all getting to the same place. We just might have different avenues of getting there. We might have different stories to tell. But that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It doesn't mean to be traditionally published is the best thing and that that's the only way to go. The beautiful thing about 2019 is that we have so many options, even in the indie publishing world. We have so many doors available for us that we really have to do our research. It's not like we just have Amazon anymore. We have, you know, tons of publishing uh, print-on-demand places that we can work through. I personally love Ingram Spark. I know other people that challenge me and say, no, you need to go to Lulu. Um, I have people that um, using, are using Barnes & Noble Press, and that's what I'm using for my children's books. Draft to Digital is absolutely amazing for ebook. You know, I'm, I'm telling you guys, we've got so many options. We've got to, you know, try it out, take risk, learn from mistakes. And I will say that even a traditionally published author, just because they have a publishing company to their name, that does not mean that their book is going to be successful. So there's some kind of misunderstanding there. And so what do we qualify as success? Many of us say bestseller, like we want that bestseller ranking. We want it on Amazon if we're indie authors. Um, I saw an indie author last night. She posted in The Writing Gals, which is a sweet, clean romance Facebook group that I'm in. And I love it because they're so positive there. Um, that she just received her bestseller status on a sweet romance that she wrote on Barnes & Noble. And she showed everybody her banner and we all got to celebrate with her. Guys, it can happen. It can happen to indie authors. It can happen to traditional authors. If it's meant to be, the Lord will allow it to happen. That's how I've always looked at it. The door will open when the timing is right. And my prayer is that I continue to do this work for the Lord. Not to impress man. 
And so what I mean by that, when I'm talking about my work and someone says to me, oh, you know, who's your publisher? And I'm like, oh, you know, I am. And how do you do all this work? Oh, through the Holy Spirit and, and the Lord opens doors and God, you know, is instrumental in everything that I do. Um, from the naming of my business, from actually creating my business, um, I look at just this whole transformation that the Lord has taken me through. And I give Him credit in all of even my conversations. And so I combat any kind of negative conversations or, or conversations that are questioning in a, in a tone. Guys, I'm serious. The tone is there. You can hear it. If, it's, if I'm standing face-to-face -face with people, I can watch their whole body change. I can watch their facial features change. I'm like, really, guys? Like, like one, we were just having a lovely conversation about books, right? And then all of a sudden, I see that. And so I combat anything negative with Jesus. And I remind people why I'm doing this work. And so then when I put Jesus between me and that other person, then I understand that I'm not there to convince this other person that indie publishing is the way to go. And that has taken me time. But this, this one simple concept has given me freedom. And so let me repeat myself because this has given me freedom. When someone says something to you about self-publishing, if this is, is going to you, and I'm speaking straight to your heart right now, and they say something and you can tell that it's just edgy, you know, it's just not, it's, it's doubtful. It's saying, well, then maybe your book is less than, or maybe, you know, you weren't good enough. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to say some things that might go through people's minds that I've had actually people you know, say to me that people have said to them, um, you're not good enough to get a publisher, so is that why you did it? Like, um, what did you do? Did you do this first? Like, why? And then people say, why would you do that when you've got so many other, you know, opportunities with publishing and, and there's so much out there. If your book is good, it'll get a place and blah, blah, blah. You know, you hear so many people um, can tell you these stories what I'm asking for you to do is to pray in the moment and put Jesus between you and that person. Because one, the Holy Spirit is going to give you comfort, okay? We need that comfort when we're facing anything that is negative. Two, it's not going to be you speaking alone. You're going to have a representative with you. You're going to have Jesus in the middle. You're going to have the Holy Spirit to help you say the words of wisdom that need to come out of your mouth instead of the human reaction. And instead of like bucking up or instead of being negative or instead of having something to say that can be a little, you know, and you regret it later, <laughs> the Holy Spirit can be the one. And so last week, and so I guess maybe this is um, why it's on my mind. So last week, someone that I highly respect, that I love, that I have been close to for years, somehow missed that about my books. I'm assuming it's because they only, um, I've, I've moved away and um, 
they don't know the ins and outs of my life anymore and they only know what I put put up on social media and so what they're seeing on all of my my Twitter um, and my Facebook because they're on my Twitter they're on my Instagram what they're seeing is either the books that I'm reading um, they're seeing the books that I'm writing and I guess they felt like that was the only way to go to get a book like this you know she's she's doing this well her whole face she actually like grimaced and it was like Ugh, like what like that's not what this is and I'm like oh my gosh and I could see it and I could start to feel the disappointment creeping in because I respect this person and I value their opinion and then I was like you know what Jesus step in between us and so I continued to keep my composure my face didn't change my voice didn't change and I said oh yes and I love it and I did not convince them why or or try to go in the numbers I didn't go out there trying to drop best-selling authors that are you know USA Today bestsellers um, and there are quite a few and I could have used their names and some of them I know but I didn't do that I was just like yeah I love it yeah I love it and I'm so glad you've got the book and and I can't wait for you to read it and um, and then I just moved on and that was the way that I handled it and I felt walking away from that such a freedom and then when I got in the car I wanted to say something I wanted to say you know to my husband I wanted to say did you see how her face changed did you see how her body movements how how her language was but I didn't go there I didn't because I was like who was in between us Jesus and who spoke back the Holy Spirit and I said my peace in a way that would have been pleasing to the Lord and then I moved on and I was like okay that is spiritual maturity that spiritual maturity right there because when I first started this work and I would get people very negative and or they would say something to me and I could tell that they didn't value what I was trying to do um, for example I have someone who that I know and I'm not gonna say they're my best friend they're a friend though we we talk about tons of things on a weekly basis we talk about books and movies and they're an acquaintance of mine okay I'm just gonna say um, acquaintance um, but we talk all the time now you would think that if you knew someone personally and they wrote a book that you would want to read their book now I try to do this I honestly when I found out that Pooja had a book I'm reading Pooja's book when I found out Daniel had a book when when Don had a book I'm reading their books Viney had a book I'm reading Viney's book I'm not just carrying Viney's book around I'm reading Viney's book I want to hear her thoughts and share in her story I want to know more about these people that are in my life I want to know more about what they do what their passions are how they honored their page when I read Anne's book, Inner Vision, it was a joy to read Anne's book. If you've not read Inner Vision, you need that book. And then I, I can champion my friends. I've read The Wanderer by Carol. I've read all of these books because they're my friends. They're people that I talk with. They're people that I value. And they're people that I know. Like seriously so all these people that I know don't read my books but you can't get offended by that 
It's so easy to, though. In the natural mind, you say, wait a second. You're reading all the time. So a teacher, a teacher said, I don't know what my next book is going to be. She literally said that to me and another person. We were standing in a circle. And I was like, oh, I've got a book for you then. And if you want a free code, I can send you the audio book of Lyric. I can send you that. I would love to share an audiobook code with you. And guess what? She has a son that is close to the age of, it would be great for them to do that together. Do you know her response was, no, no, I don't want that. No, I've, I've got to think of another book. And I'm like, okay. And then I just put the Holy Spirit on. So Jesus, please come into this conversation. Please, Jesus, because, you know, I didn't want my feelings to be heard. And so I got, was like, no, you're, you know, I'm not going to read your work. Well, why not? You're my, like, my friend. We talk all the time. You, like, when I hear things like that, I know that it can't just happen to me. And it would be absolutely wonderful if all of our friends and all of our family bought our books, shoot, we'd probably make it to those bestseller lists. Because if all of our friends and all of our family bought our books, then they could champion our books in their workplaces and in their Sunday school classes and in their circles and in their groups and at their job and everywhere else they go and all of their social media. We could have a great fan base because we could build from just our family and friends. Well, guys, this was realistic. That does not happen to everyone. If it happened to you, I'm so happy you've got that strong support system. So I'm just letting you know, that didn't happen to Jen Lowry over here. Um, my husband read the Hartwell Chronicles. He loved the Hartwell Chronicles. He has not read any of my other books. He did say last Saturday when we were at the book signing, and he was talking to someone, and he was like, look, I love that book. He was like, I'm thinking next I want to try The Rapture Revolution because the more he hears about it, the more he hears me talk and pitch it. He loves history. So I'm thinking he's going to be the one that would pick up The Rapture next, and maybe he'll read it. But I'm like, you know, guys, we've got to have Jesus in the middle of all of this. Or we will feel wounded. And that might mess with our motivation a little bit. And that's what I don't want it to do. I don't want nothing to stand in your way of you working your page. And so that negativity sometimes can be like a cloud. I want you to imagine Jesus the Son bursting through the cloud and just dispersing anything negative that's over your life right now, any words of negativity that were spoken over you, I ask in Jesus' name that they be removed. And I know that the thing is about words and interactions with people. Let's get real. We don't forget them. It becomes a part of our story. It becomes a part of our survivor's story. It becomes a part about how the way the Lord can come in and give us comfort from this and heal us of any kind of negative thoughts that we might have too about it. And that just shows the power of the Spirit. That shows the power of our relationship with Jesus and that spiritual maturity that we can develop as we're in our careers. Our careers, we don't just turn Jesus off. We don't just turn His Word off. 
And in our careers, we need Jesus just as much as we do in our private life and our family life. And Jesus and God, you know, they're our 24-7. The Holy Spirit is our 24-7. And so when I say this, I get this uplifting of my spirit. I just felt it. I felt like this, this sigh within my heart to say, maybe this is what I needed to do. I needed to talk all of this out with you guys and hopefully tell you how I'm managing and how I'm trying to handle these things, these pressures of the negative voice. Um, is just by putting Jesus in the middle and now not going through all the spills of why. Because that's what I used to do. I used to tell people all of the reasons why I self-published. Now, if I'm doing a podcast on the pros and cons, yeah, you guys need to hear it, honestly. That's because I'm trying to teach you my point of view or or my thoughts or what I've researched. or You know, that's fine. It's good for that. It's good as a teaching tool. For the general population, no. I'm not going to go into a long discussion about it. I self-publish my work. Great. I'm a business owner. Wonderful. And I'm moving on. <laughs> I really don't care what you think. And I'm saying that as the nicest way as possible. I'm not saying that out loud to these people. But, you know, your opinion about my work, you don't know my work until you read my work. And so I pray, you know, that you guys, you know, don't walk away from conversations feeling a little jaded or hardened of heart or just downtrodden. I don't want that for us. I want us to be proud of what we're doing, but I want us to give glory to Jesus in all things, including our businesses, our self-published work. And I want us to continue to be positive with other people. And so if you need to go out there today and you need to do a blog post about this, because maybe something like this has happened to you, Don't spiral down and don't live in the negative. Help people, teach people ways that they can, you know, battle this kind of negative talk. Teach them how by calling upon the name of the Lord in the middle of the conversation. You know, having Jesus as our go-to, having Jesus as every answer. That is the best way to be able to handle any kind of situation that is coming our way. And when we learn to do that, we are going to walk away stronger, more at ease. Our feathers will get ruffled, if I'm using a lyric term. You know, we are really going to be able to, to walk away stronger. And it's the way that we handle it, really. You know, we can't control. Y'all have heard this one. You know where I'm going. We can't control what other people say. We can't control what other people think. We can control how we react or respond when people say things to us. And so I want to encourage you today, you know, instead of going down the top 10 reasons why you chose self-publishing because you feel like you have to defend yourself, you don't have to defend yourself. I've never heard ever heard a traditionally published author having to defend themselves because then in the in the person's mind they feel like I guess they've got some kind of clout or some kind of one up because they got a publisher they're not defending themselves of why they went from one publisher to another 
I don't have to defend myself ever about any of the choices that I make because I'm making them with Jesus. I'm making my choices with the Holy Spirit. And when I hear the Holy Spirit move and say, hey, publish now, go ahead, do a magical Christmas wedding, it's ready. Okay, Lord. And I'm publishing. I'm answering to Jesus. And so, I just want to say, don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Don't let anything around you stop you. Do not let it mess with your motivation. Because then that can turn into procrastination. And I'm not going to allow it. (laughs) I'm saying it with all of the authority that I have through this phone. That I am not going to allow other people's opinions of you. Other people's thoughts and their sayings and their actions towards you stop you from doing what the Lord has called upon your heart. I am praying now that you turn to the Holy Spirit. Ask for strength in times of trouble. Ask for strength in times of doubt. And sit in front of that screen and type your heart out. Because you're not doing it for that man. You're not doing it for your family. You're not doing it for your friends. You're doing it for the Lord. And the Lord will put your book into the hands of the people that they need to have it. I truly believe it. I truly believe it. And so, whatever I've said here today, whatever it is that, that has just come out, because if you ask me to do a summary of it, <laughs> um, I'm in the moment when I do these things. Sometimes I'll leave out the podcast and I'm like, what is the title? I don't even know what I talked about. <laughs> I just want to leave you encouraged today that you have a calling and you have a purpose. And whether you're a hybrid, a traditional, or a self-published author, go after your work with a passion put to good use. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord in all you do. And I'm going to be praying for you And I would love it if you would pray for me. I have a very busy day today. We are doing roving labs at my school today. This is our first attempt at this. 15-minute knock on your door and speak to a health coach nutritionist, which is my friend Pooja. Um, She's going to come and inspire youth today for positive habits. Um, I can't wait till her health book comes out. She's working on a health book now to go along with her business. Um, And that's what we need, guys. We need to help support each other. So if you're out there writing today or tweeting today or putting up quotes on Instagram, find a positive quote that can encourage another indie author. Don't spiral down after this. Do something uplifting. Leave a positive review for someone. Share someone's work. Do something nice for a self-published author. Think about the way that you talk about self-publishing. Think about the way that you talk to others if you find out their books are self-published. Maybe we need to clean up our act. I told you I had to clean up mine because I became, like, hurt from it. And then I became defensive. And those are not ways that we need to be. So I've had to pray about it. And when I handled it last week, I knew that I had developed that fruit of the Spirit that I had been praying for. And so, there we go. 
again, that's that patience to be able to work through it with kindness and gentleness of spirit. And so last week it proved it. And it's been on my heart to talk about it since last week. And I haven't done it because it wasn't the right time yet. But this morning it just felt like the right time. So I'm not sitting here telling you that I was always perfect at it. Because it would hurt. And I would be defensive. And what I mean by defensive, I don't mean like cussing somebody out now. I don't do those things. I don't argue. What I mean is that I felt when I would go through my emotions in front of people or online with people, I would feel like I was always having to defend myself. I don't have to do that anymore. And I won't. And maybe it's because something again happened yesterday where someone said, um, if you've got a following... Well, no, if you have Jesus. And I wanted to say, if you have Jesus, that's all you need. Self-publish. But I didn't feel like I needed to defend myself. I felt like I did not even need to respond there. It wasn't an appropriate place to respond. So the Lord gave me restraint of tongue. Now, guys, that is spiritual maturity right there. The Lord helped me restrain it. And I just called upon the name of Jesus. And I said, Jesus... You know, what's my answer? My answer was nothing. Sometimes it's best just not to say anything. Um, And that's exactly the route I took because I just said, okay, it's not even, it's not worth it. I'm I'm not going to want to defend myself anymore. And, and, you know, I actually had those thoughts, though. I, I went back into the default, the natural self, and I said, okay, I can go back to the way I was, hurt, because I can read between lines. I'm not stupid. Second thing I can do is be defensive. No. Um, I can't do that. Um, That's just not the Christian response. And so what is the Christian response? Well, in that moment, it was to say nothing. Last week, it was to respond back with lovingness, kindness, you know, to to share a, a positive word and to be thankful for them for having my book and then moving on. And I moved on with a smile without any resentment in my heart, period, without any negativity looming over me. And I thought as soon as I hit the car, it was going to happen, and I was going to spiral, and I didn't. And I was thanking Jesus for that. And so hopefully you've learned a, a thing or two about if this happens for you. I think the Lord puts me through things so that way He knows my heart and He knows my willingness to share that um, he can put me into some pretty embarrassing moments and he can put me into some pretty awkward situations and some weird conversations sometimes. Um, And then I share everything with you guys. So thanks for joining me on the Jim Lowry Writes podcast where you guys get to hear the ins and outs of my life. Um, And today I think I want to just uh, say thank you. Thank you for this, because now I'm walking away from this conversation, hoping that I've given you some tools um, and asking you to be positive and you to be uplifting. Read all of your friends' work. Support all of your author friends, whether whatever, whatever they do, traditional or indie published. Just cheer on people. Cheer people. That's what we don't have enough of. That's why when my literacy event the other day, when I got to cheer a singer-songwriter, when I got to cheer on a writer who has her own publishing company at 17, a rapper, a music director, an orchestra, an orchestra, cheer them on. Cheer people, guys. Pray for people. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.
Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it. I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.